Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Through this is dying with the flood. What do we do? We take that pop perspective to put the culture in context and we make that mainstream make sense. some sense. And by that, we mean welcome back to your favorite weekly pop culture digest. That's right, once a week, your mans and I break down the happenings, the what's going ons for you. So you don't have to sit and listen to people that you don't like talk about it. And you don't have to feel left out and we when can everybody tell you, else is talking. We can about tell it. you when you watch something or you read something and you're like, that doesn't sound quite right. We're here to tell you why it doesn't sound, sound quite, quite right. right. It's the spin without the spin. Yeah. So you were talking about wanting to start a cult. Can we stop trying to incriminate your co-host, yo? Like, I didn't say I wanted to start a cult. What I said is that James Avery deserves a cult based around his existence and the character personified as Uncle Phil. First things first, recipe sucker Phil. For real. Is what I said. It's more akin to um, the character of I. So how this started is I said that we should replace all of the Bill Cosby, like all of the love and affection we gave Bill Cosby as like America's dead, with either Bernie Mac, which is how I started this. Thank you. I didn't say I wanted to start a cult. What I said is that Bernie Mac deserves more respect than Bill Cosby gets as America's dead. And then I said, if anybody should be deified, it's Uncle Phil, right? First things first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. It, no, it's like I told you, it'd be like, uh... <coughs> Can you yes. imagine the service? The and the preacher walks up and he's the like, How? The first uh, thing is first. Uh, and the congregation goes, Rest in peace, Uncle Phil. <laughs> I just went Southern Baptist and self defeatist Catholic. It's in your American nature, son. Um, man. Do you yeah. know how sad Catholics are sounding at Mass? I believe in the one holy apostolic and catholic church. I believe in the seen and unseen. <laughs> I mean, come on, look. He was a judge in the show, right? So he'd be, who shall judge you better than Uncle Phil, right? He who is not fair and just, is he not? I am saying, <laughs> if we should be respecting anybody, it is the man who took the poor begotten son from the streets the mean streets of Philadelphia. The, the mean, mean streets the of prodigal Philadelphia. Son. Would that make Will Smith like de facto Jesus? No, it would make Carlton the bitter, pissed off good son. Mm. They're not even subtle. 
I'm just saying maybe we should sanctify James Avery, right? And he was in real life, he was homosexual, right? Like James really? Yeah. I yes. did not know that. Yes, he was. So, gay rights icon, right? Raise the Weed. family. <laughs> <laughs> Raise the family. I mean, look, I'm just it, the writing's on the wall, people. Um, Give with the times. Is what I'm saying. Wake the fuck up, America. We are rising. Oh, wait, we, we did, did that, that part. We did that. We did that we did part. part. I'm sorry, guys. I'm unhinged today. So we already have the episode uh, title for this week, and it is. Uh, Doc Unchained, but it's spelled D-J-O-C. I don't even the know why. The J is silent. You know what I love? Hey, ladies. This is Doc. Hey, ladies! First of all, I love y'all. Right? Girls! Dun, 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 dun. All I really want is girls! And not in that way. <laughs> and not in the Big Sean way, either. Right? <laughs> yes, black women. You are the physical manifestation of God on the planet, right? But um, <clears throat> to give a quick run through, the whole black hole line. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was where bad. that nigga lost me, son. I was like, you did, you tried. You did not say black hole. We all came from a black hole. <laughs> okay, I'm losing my point. So here's my point. Um, I love how you ladies love to, you know, do yourselves up and, you know, really flaunt what you got and, you know, accentuate the parts that you all enjoy the most about you, right? And I am never one to clown on, you know, some dudes don't like, are you a lipstick man? Like, do you like a woman with lipstick? Depends on the shade. Depends on the shade, right? Right? That's as far as it goes, right? Like, you just don't want her to be, like, out there wilding with, like, you know, bright yellow lipstick or whatever, however you do it, whatever's clever for you. I mean, the yellow lipstick for me is gonna... I personally am not a fan. Of yellow lipstick? I feel like it would look kind of weird. Not my point, right? My point was, ladies, do you. I love it, right? Go for it. However you feel. Oh, yeah, live your best life. Exactly. It's, it's, exactly. But I mean, Whatever like, attraction is comfortable. literally the most personal choice. You know what I don't like, though? When y'all wear lipstick and then proceed to just be, you know, kissing up on fellas or whatever. And leaving traces. <laughs> leaving a paper trail. Of your... Every time. And we're in an era where we do contact tracing. Every really? time I kiss my wife, I have to check to make sure that she didn't leave her lipstick. But <laughs> that I'm not walking into work. And I guess, you know, I have a mask on, right? So it's not like anybody can really see my lips. But like, I have to check to make sure that when I take my mask off, I'm not going to have a layer of lip stain on. <laughs> it's treacherous out here. That's how you got to watch out for it, Joe. See, see I'm, I'm trying to tell you, fellas, right? This is how, this is how, and y'all don't be realizing it at the time, right? Because you just like, yeah, you know, she going to want to kiss me or whatever. But like, you driving down the road, you pull up to McDonald's to the drive-thru. And you wonder why everybody's looking at you fucking crazy. And it's because you got dark rouge around your mouth. And you don't even fucking know it. Rouge. Until you go to take a sip from your straw. And you like, 
Oh, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Have you ever seen Moulin Rouge? Yes, I've seen. Is that where your mind went just now? Yes. Now, I want to say, you know how we were talking about best, like, <clears throat> movie villains of all time? Really? The sit Where are you going? Where are you going with this? The one guy in the middle of Moulin Rouge who is like, the lowly playwright, I mean, sitar player. <gasps> Sir. Literally changed the entire movie. Sir. And you want to know who that actor was? Who? John Leguizamo. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean... God, you really have seen everything. I saw Moulin Rouge. It was, like, me and Pat Ruff, uh, like, in his basement, like, sitting on two giant opposite sides of a giant L couch. Do you want to know why I watched Moulin Rouge? Was it a girl? So, you're not far off. Right, um, I saw Moulin Rouge when I was like fucking 12, 13, something like that, and it's because I was looking for movies with titties in I was a horny preteen, and I was looking for movies with titties in them, and it said it was a movie about prostitutes, right? So I was like... You you bet your odds. Yeah, exactly. You had yes. your bet. <laughs> I did. Yes, I did. And I, I can't remember if that movie had titties in it. I don't think it does. <laughs> I watched an entire movie looking for a titty and it never happened, right? Cause and then you watched the movie and you were just like, oh shit, that was a really good movie. I mean, yeah, yeah it's not a bad movie if you're into musicals or whatever, it right? It won Best Picture the yeah. year it came out. Okay, but do you know how many like niggas just now went, when I said if you're into musicals, do you know how many of our male listeners just now was like, yeah, yo, what? You listen to the, oh, so you watch, <laughs> you Hold on. Oh, God. I'm ha sorry. Hamilton. Hold on. Give me a second. Grease. You watching Grease, my niggas? Like, I love Grease, though. That was a good movie. Silently your senses abandon them. Are you singing Brent to me? Listen to the music of the night. You're not even going to come with hairspray? My nigga, no, like, I'm going with do you, Phantom. Do you, we're right next to Baltimore. Why would you not come at me with hairspray? Get the fuck. Get all the way the fuck out of here with that. Nope, you gotta come with something better. You better at least come at me with Hamilton. I mean, I could at do least. American Idiot. Does Hamilton count as a musical? It is a musical. Yeah, right? it's it odd for me to ask that question, right? Considering it's a rap musical. Uh, hip hop, bruh, if you will. Um, uh, no, 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 no. It's not a hip hopra. It is not? It is not. Hip hopra is a type of hip hop album. The same way rock no, has rock operas. No, hip hopra. No, they're totally. Have you not seen, uh, what the fuck is it? Carmen with Beyonce and, uh, Most Def? No, but I'm saying hip Wait, opera so is never... a type of album. Hold on. Just like rock operas no, are a type no, of album. No, I'm trying to tell you that. Hip hoppers are a real thing. Oh, I'm like, I believe it, but hip hoppers are the name of a type of hip hop album. I believe you. It's the way that, like, Kendrick makes hip hoppers. Oh, fuck it. Fuck it. Stop it. Stop it. 
Oh, they got the whole fucking movie on YouTube. Don't blow up the spot, y'all. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to find a trailer for this shit. That wasn't a diss when I said him. Like, he's telling a full narrative story. I know, that's, I know it's not a diss, nigga. I don't think what you're saying is... I get that the the fact that he's effectively telling like a or he's rapping a piece of literature from beginning to end like no i love it that's why i you know he kind of brought back the whole artistry and hip-hop of making an album listenable from beginning to end yeah right uh that's the argument kendrick don't got bangers but he got like club bangers but he got fire album i mean like to pimp a butterfly is an opus to black right. culture while also running the main would, things we're talking about, the main things I have, I have a lot of pop culture updates of some stuff coming out, and basically some wild shit that's been going on in the zeitgeist. Uh, yeah, no, I'm full of just wild takes today, so, like, it's not even really a whole docket. We just going Yeah, Doc told me before the episode, he's just like, nah, but all, all of the people that listen to at my work are like... They ain't gonna snitch what I'm gonna say on this podcast. So, that is why this episode is called Doc Unchained. This, it doesn't, I, I wasn't even gonna announce it right. I was just gonna see if people noticed that. Like, you know, he's been a little bit more um, loose with the, with the trigger lately. Um, if you wanna know where Doc is gonna go, go back and listen to the episode. Imagine if they were not idiots. And go to the last half. It's not, it's not even that serious. It's not even that serious. You're making a bigger deal out of it than it's going to be. The other thing is, uh, this is our Christmas episode. This is going to come oh, out on Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry fucking, uh, happy Hanukkah. Did we pass Hanukkah already? Christmas Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Oh, that's how you're going to do it? Yeah, it's a catch-all. What is the best Christmas present you have ever got? No, 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 no. What is the worst Christmas present? I think I blanked it out. <laughs> That's oh, no, 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 no. The biggest disappointment was when I got, like, a TV when I was, like, explicitly saying... Like, it wasn't, like, a good TV. I was, I was like, like, explicitly yo, saying... I was, like, here for... these are the things that I want. <laughs> I'm over here for our listeners who... <laughs> But as far as... I'm looking at this thing like, you got a TV, though. Like, Not a nice... It was like a 24-inch TV. Uh, one of the worst presents I can ever remember getting was a present that I asked for, right? Um, so I can't even blame my parents or any relatives for this. Uh, was a rock tumbler, right? Um, oh, one of those things that, like, cranks and shines up rocks? Yep. And I got it because I thought it was, like, you look at the box, right? And it made it seem like I was going to get all kinds of, like, shiny crystals and shit. Philosopher's stones. Shit, yes. Cool shit, right? Like, people are like, they're rocks. Shut up. I was ahead of my time, right? Everybody is collecting fucking shiny stones now, right? <laughs> well, that rock tumbler, it was battery powered, so I didn't have to hand crank that motherfucker. But, um, I did not... Um, I didn't anticipate how much work and effort and how boring a fucking rock tumbler was and how 
digging up rocks in your yard and running them through a rock tumbler was not going to make them any cooler. <laughs> it was the shittiest gift that I think I have ever personally requested. As far as best Christmas gifts, I will say my PlayStation 1. Also, that, like, just because the toy was, like, fucking lit. It was, like, do you remember that, like, castle with those, like, the, the Black Knight and all of the, the figures were, like, this with their arms out? Oh, you actually got one of those. And, shits. like, with the rock that, like, came out of, yeah. like, the lion's face mouth. You hit the nose and it lights up and shit. And you shot, like, cannons at everything. Yep. Yeah. I got the, the lion one and the one that came before. Kid on the block that everybody was like, let's play with Dan's toys. Um, and then uh, the other one, probably my leather jacket. That's the one mom's got you, right? Mm-hmm. See, it's not all bad. And I didn't appreciate, like, I haven't appreciated how much that that this jacket is like. Oh, this, I fucking love this jacket until like two, three years later. Sometimes it'd be I get like compliments on that jacket. I have to bring it to the tailor. There's a rip underneath the right arm, and like that one can be stitched together. But there's like a rip in the leather in my left elbow. Oh, that needs to be patched. I just had to sew my favorite sweater because it keeps like it, it's my favorite sweater, but apparently it was poorly fucking made. So I have to continuously sew holes that appear in it together. Either that, or I'm just Hulk Diesel busting my fucking sweater open <laughs> all the time. It's not. It's the right size. Um, it just yeah. It constantly. Uh, I constantly put it on to find new fucking holes in the seams. You just reminded me. We just gave my mom props but it's about to go dropping again because I just realized one of my favorite shirts just recently went missing which reminds me of all of the shirts that have gone missing over the years because they all of the like wild shirts I've had the ones that could be considered satanic in nature or like my misfit shirt where like the skull had the American satanic flag in it satanic in nature <laughs> suddenly missing all of a sudden uh huh and if who, they were ripped. And who does the laundry? Yup. Uh-huh. I mean, what did you think was gonna happen? I know, I, I just... He doesn't I just this. realized this, like... He doesn't need this. I... Yeah. Wearing this and satanic she, she just, film. like, fully denies it. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Do you know how God, many... I just... That makes me so angry. Because I, know I look kids? at my wardrobe sometimes, and I'm just like, yeah. I need more shit to wear. And I've had so many fucking dope clothes over the years. Like, oh, so sad. Do you know how many kids legitimately believe that their pups ran away? <laughs> you know? Went to a nice farm. Oh, I'm sad. So were those kids. Every, like, good memory like my mom I, she also begs for validation all the time but uh like every good memory is like accompanied by like three bad ones it's a hard thing to weigh out i see people like trying to grapple with where their parents stand in their lives on the internet a lot and um it makes me thankful that i have the relationship i do with both of my parents um Especially, like, considering my actual relationship with my father. Like, I mean, I guess it makes it 
I don't know. I don't hold a lot of hate in my heart normally, so like not having seen him for 20 years didn't really affect me that much. Um, I talk to him on a pretty decent basis. I would say maybe at least once or twice a year, so I knew he was alive most of the fucking time. Yeah. But (laughs) not seeing him didn't tear a fucking hole in my heart like most people think. Or most people it does. Tearing up my heart when I'm without you. No, I mean, as long as the child support was gone. <laughs> but half the time that didn't come through either. So it's like, I mean. Because when we are apart, I have no positive male role model. I mean, the nigga wasn't a terrible role model either, though. So I can't, like, I don't know. That's why I'm like, I feel weird sometimes because people are like, my dad was never in my life and I fucking hate him for it. And I'm like, should I hate my dad for it? Because I don't. (laughs) Sure, he could have made more of an effort, but it doesn't bother me. I don't think it really affected me much. I guess I'm just lucky in that case. There are people on the internet right now who are probably like fucking seething, right? Like, oh, good for you, asshole. Like, I don't know, maybe if I was in therapy, I could unpack some shit, but why unpack luggage that you forgot you didn't unpack? <laughs> so, about two weeks ago, mom was having like a major, I told you about this, mom was having like a major coughing fit, and I was going upstairs, and I wore the mask, and she's like, why are you wearing that? I'm like, mom, you're you up are here. You are such a fucking troll. <laughs> I'm a- <laughs> you are such a fucking troll. <laughs> <laughs> I know you heard her coughing and you were like, where's the mask? I'm gonna fucking show her. <laughs> She's like, why are you wearing that? I'm like, mom, you're unvaccinated and you just had a major coughing fit for the last 10 minutes. Back. Get back. I'm gonna call the CDC. And she like, she reminded me of it like the other day she was like it was so nice that you checked on me and I'm like yeah well mom if you get COVID I'm just assuming you're going to die damn no you didn't did you for real she tried see she be trying yo and y'all be like you know what fuck off bitch I've had to resist the urge to just like tell her I'm like Mom, if you claim your family is the most important thing, why won't you get vaccinated so you can see your family? Well, Mom, the ball's in the court. <laughs> it's like, no, I mean, look, she probably is like, at this point, do you know how many of them legitimately think if they are meant to die from this, then they will just die from it anyway? Right? Like, it's the whole... If nobody got me, God got me, right? Like, and they don't, a lot of them legitimately do not trust the government at this point, right? And they have turned to their faith because they don't trust the government, They've been asking questions. Which is where a lot of their faith is based. So, it's, I don't know, like, it's hard because... I don't like to make fun of people for what keeps them going. And I say that meaning the people who harmlessly have a faith-based system that keeps them 
pursuing an effort to be a good person, right? Like, not somebody who uses their faith to be hateful and to capitalize on somebody else's misfortune. Or systemically kill 7 million people within the span of 5 years. Right. 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 Yeah. So, so I don't like to shit on them for that, right? Because you, and it's the same thing with, like, questioning being pushed to conform to something, right? I would never shit on somebody for that, especially because we've been, the left has historically been very antithetical to conformity. Punk rock. <laughs> So, it's so weird to me, that's why sometimes I'm like, you know what, maybe we did fall into a parallel universe, right? Maybe two fucking, like, uh, universes, like, mashed together, and now the timeline is all wonky, because it's trying, maybe that's what Marvel and the Illuminati is trying to tell us, right? <laughs> is the reason why everything's crazy, is because the timelines are all wonky, and I don't know, the Space Lord's gotta figure it out, but in the meantime, sit back and enjoy all the humor, guys, ha <laughs> Anyway, um, what I really am trying to say is that it's good to question things, naturally right like that but don't be the guy that's just well i'm just asking questions not even that don't be so firm in your beliefs that you're not willing to learn something new right or accept new evidence to that would help you in your benefit right like yeah i mean i'd like to say there's a difference between opinion and belief not you can change somebody's opinion. Not for nothing, but we haven't gotten... Like, guys, I mean, like, literally. Every time I hear people arguing about the vaccine push and how it seems really, like, sketchy and stuff like that and how, uh, you know, the government is just trying to experiment on us, I'm like, okay, not that that hasn't been true in the past, but also... Where did all this distrust in science come from? Because a lot of you niggas is trusting in niggas that is using science to, like, tell you not to trust science. I'm just saying, like, we didn't get the internet and Wi-Fi from cavemen. So, and, you know, we do exist in a time period that is widely considered to be the safest and least violent time period in the history of ever. Uh... Um, infant mortality is down. It just seems more violent because we have cameras everywhere. The amount of violence that is still prevalent is being shown on full display now for everybody to see. Yep. Right? Like, the internet has granted access of information to anybody with the willingness to look it up, right? Like, and anybody who feels like they have an opinion can post it on the fucking internet. Hi, hello, subscribe to the Flood Pod on everything and that's on everything. Hi, Ted. But we haven't said hi to Ted in a while. For all of our newer listeners, Ted is the NSA agent who listens in on our podcast. I feel like it's kind of, I, I don't know, anyway. What I'm well, Ted the Fed, right? What I'm saying, Ted though, the Fed. But what I'm saying though is, like, I guess healthy skepticism is something that should be, you know, yep. always a healthy dose of skepticism is something that should always be had, 
right. But I don't have an amount of skepticism to the point where you're questioning objective fact. Right, because we exist in a state where, once again, facts don't exist. I hate facts don't matter, right? But it's like facts don't currently exist, right? We, ever, It's like ever since they discovered the fucking Higgs boson, right? And quantum mechanics and quantum the- theory became like extremely like, or I guess mainstream. Now, everything is in a state of like... Well, they all took a master class at YTU. Everything is in a state of uncertainty, right? Like, it's just all of this shit exists. It's like Schrodinger's, like, existence. (laughs) We don't even know if existence is really existence anymore, right? Like, fucking Elon Musk, person of the year, right? Can you believe the fucking I wrote that down, that Elon was voted person of the year. Yeah. So So you have to remember, it's not always, like... A reverential Why? person of the year. It's not even. I understand. I understand that, right? So for, uh, so for people listening, if you don't know, Hitler was once time. Per- it's a that's kind of twice, twice, twice person of the year. Donald Trump was person of the year. People who are shitty people have been person of the year. It's not. Well, Hitler one one of the times was person of the year for pulling Germany out of the worst recession. But his regime was still questionable then, right? Like, he was still preaching, like, pretty anti Or he was, like, doing the Donald Trump equivalent. Yeah. Right? Like, he was dog-whistling tons of anti-Semitism from the jump, right? Um, it wasn't until his later, more unhinged years that he really got, I like, just, yeah, he full-blown, like, out there. But... What I'm saying, though, is being person of the year doesn't necessarily mean they made a positive impact. It just means that they made an impact. Yep. Right? I don't understand what impact that Elon made that made him person of the year. Dogecoin? Fuck out of here. What? For all that, then it should have been uh, with the fucking dude that invented Bitcoin, Saito Kaiba or whatever. <laughs> That's not his Satoshi. Satoshi. Yeah, Satoshi Makazudo or something like that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's not, we don't even know if that's a real person, person or right. a single person. Elon didn't do anything other than persist to be a human fucking meme all year. Yeah. Right? Like, so why not make Trollface person of the year? I guess because Trollface is like faded out at this point. But, like, do you get my point, right? Like, what the fuck? Okay, so I'm trying to think of who I would have made, who I would have made person of the year if I was running time. Um, I'm trying to think. It's because the fucking year has been, like, such a goddamn blur, right? Like, I'm trying to think of all of the stuff that has happened this year and who has consistently remained in like the zeitgeist throughout the entire year um and some of the names that are popping in my head are like kanye drake meg the stallion was actually the first person that popped into my fucking head and that wouldn't have been a bad suggestion right like because she made you know headlines with being the whole and that's coming off of me really fucking enjoying the tory lane's album Right, but like that whole her whole meteoric rise, how she just graduated from college, all of it. I'm trying to think of like media personalities as well. Me too. Like Jake Tapper. 
who really blew up in the past year or two. The Cuomo brothers? Actually, why couldn't it have been fucking uh, Andrew Cuomo? Right? Like, Andrew Cuomo might have made more. But then I guess that's me being Amero-centric, right? Like, that's me thinking, uh, you know, Americans are, like, the most important people on the planet. And that's why I'm having such a hard time, because, like, when you consider that you, you let, like, talk globally, right? Like, who has made a global impact this entire year? Joe Biden deciding to withdraw from Afghanistan? Right, everybody. Remember, that happened this year, too. That's what I'm saying. This whole year has been a blur. So for them to pick Elon Musk feels lazy, right? It's like, it's literally just them going, this year was a meme. <laughs> it was a meme year. Good luck remember actually fucking remembering anything that happened this year. Good luck, guys, because we just tried. I don't know how much of it is actually going to make it into the final cut. But we're just gonna have to like it was go tough. back and listen to old episodes and come back. It was something. Tough. I'm trying to. All right, so who would y'all pick for person of the year if you had a chance to pick somebody for person of the year? Chris would, Pratt. Would you still? Apparently, we're picking Chris Pratt for everything right now. So that would have been delicious if they had picked Chris Pratt for person of the year. Like, cause then it would have really meant that this was just the meme year. <laughs> year of the memes. Cause what a meme it has been. I am completely over it. Um, 2021 was not the relief I thought it would be. Here's to 2022. No, it's been like the hangover of 2020. 2021 That's is the perfect a hangover. way to put it. Yeah, it was the hangover. Here's to the recovery. 2022. I don't know if I'm gonna get to see the Deftones in May. Look, man, don't uh, COVID is spiking. Don't be so negative. Um, I bought those tickets two and a half years ago. <laughs> Anybody who made plans two and a half years ago is thinking about the plans they made two and a half years ago. <laughs> Yo, uh, yeah, nah, I'm the crying out here wildin', right? I feel COVID's like COVID's basically just like the real life version of Thanos snap. Yeah, because disappear for five years and show back up. It's like eight hundred thousand people so far worldwide, I believe. Or Way higher. No, oh, that's just America. Yeah, it's like over two million globally. I think even more actually. Well, that's not half of the population. I mean, but it's still pretty nuts and it's still going, right? Going strong like the fucking Energizer Bunny or some shit. It's, it's not even funny. It's, it's not funny. You know what else isn't funny? Fucking Steven Crowder. That dude really um, needs to be stopped. I cannot tell you how wild it is that um, I know that we be trying sometimes and it's rough like there's even some cringe moments here in our podcast but it's not as bad as listening to Steven Crowder compare Meg Thee Stallion to fucking Lizzo right and do like his worst what did you who did you say he was trying to impersonate like just terrible 80s edgy offensive like it's it was clear like Gen X Ed Schumer. Oh, when I said Don Imus? Yeah, then, oh, yeah, the fucking, yeah, Stephen Crowder think he Don Imus. 
it's like, dude, get that dude the fuck out of here, you know? Like, he just, these people fucking on the right, in the right media sphere, like, exist to perpetuate this insane idea that we are all retarded and that they can continue to talk to us like we're retarded because they're backed by whatever degrees or whatever privilege it was that they were born with that allowed them to exist in the same breathing space as their fucking donors. I'm so over that shit. Fuck Steven Crowder and and fuck y'all for thinking that that nigga is intelligent. And fuck James Harden. And other than that, we gonna take a little break. So there is a, actually, you know what? I don't know if I want to wait for, to talk about this until we have the green screen. Because it's so fantastic. Actually, no, we don't need the green screen to talk about this part because you can actually just drop the trailer. There is a movie coming out that I am irrationally excited for. Was it one that was announced at the gaming awards? Uh, no, it is called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Uh... And it is Nicolas Cage as Nicolas Cage. <laughs> or, as I said in the chat, or as I said, it's Nicolas Cage going full John Malkovich. Being John Malkovich. Being Nicolas Cage. Yep. No, this movie looks absolutely hilarious. So you the, know what the part be, that like no. completely sold me is when he looked at the guy and he's just like with his hands, he puts his fist next to his palm and he just goes, Nick Cage. I I fucking lost it. You know what would have made this movie even better? If it was John Travolta playing Nicolas Cage in a movie about Nicolas Cage. What? <laughs> Have you never no, seen... No, 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 it's not meta enough that John Travolta. Have you I, never I, seen Face Off? I've seen Face Off! So... <laughs> I get it! I get it! But so no! So would you what? Would you rather John Malkovich be playing Nicolas Cage in a movie about Nicolas Cage? I want Jared Leto playing Nicolas Cage about... In Ew. a movie about Nicolas Cage. Ew. Directed by Woody Allen. Ew. Jared Leto could never. Jared Leto is the Drake to Nicolas Cage's Kanye. But this is how insanely <laughs> self-aware and meta is. That went right over. Jared Leto is the Drake to Nicolas Cage's Kanye. If Nicolas Cage is the Kanye of acting Hollywood white men fame, then his Drake would be Jared Leto. Are you saying Nicolas Cage is the greatest white actor of all time? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I am. I think that Nicolas Cage would have made a better Joker than fucking Jared Leto would have. I agree with you. Like, the funny thing is, is like, there's a lot of Nick Cage movies that I love, but at the same time, I can't take Nick Cage seriously. Which is why I'm so excited about this movie, because the title is The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Which is also why I think that we should start a petition to get Nicolas Cage to play the Joker in the new Batman series. 
right? The one with uh, the boy from Twilight, Robert Pattinson. That's what his name is. The boy uh, from Twilight. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rob. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Come on. Could you imagine Robert Pattinson as Batman up against Nicolas Cage as the Joker? That Hollywood is why I deserve a check. <laughs> We've given you guys so many good oh ideas. Oh my god. I would like Deadpool jumping through all of the Samuel L. Jackson movies. That just feels like a great like internet like shit post. <laughs> I wish that's I not had... a shit post. That's a web series. Yeah, I wish I had the animating talent to make that fucking happen. But no, we should definitely make Nick Cage the Joker. I feel like a petition should be started to get Nick Cage as the Joker. And I am totally for this petition to get Cowboy Bebop reinstated as a show on Netflix. Exactly. All of you gatekeepery elitists, chill the fuck out. Home. Get some popcorn. Let us have some fun things, guys. It sucks. 2020 sucks. Like, don't you just want to turn the lights off and watch shitty movies all fucking day? Right? Like, it's... Do you... Okay. I find this really funny from a group of millennials who grew up watching things like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Xena and, and Hercules. Hercules. Yeah, like all the, even like the Disney animated series of Hercules and fucking, <laughs> remember how campy that shit was? And we looked at, okay, yes, the fight scenes could be cringe sometimes, right? Like some of the one-liners were like, yeah, yeah, but like, I felt like I was talking about the pod for a second. <laughs> Maybe that's why I identify with Cowboy Bebop, right? Because it was trying. It was trying to be funny. It was trying to be a good time. And you guys were like, this doesn't look like Captain America. <laughs> this doesn't look like Infinity War. It fucking sucks. You know what no, it is? you suck. You know what it is? It's like having a bunch of guests at like a fancy dinner party. And then there's the dude that shows up with like a bottle of Jack. And he's like, let's have a great time guys. And and everybody's like, um, this is a black tie affair. I'm yeah. Like, and you're like, we're just gonna get shitty anyways. Like Cowboy Bebop was like, you're not really watching. You're trying to smash. Like, why would we put in so much effort? Oh, why does everything have to be Squid Game with you guys? Like, seriously? Why can't we just have fun stuff? That's why I was talking about Too Hot to Handle on the show, right? Because it's a dumb fucking it's show. It's a dumb show. But it was super fun to fucking watch. Do you all not remember fucking- My man Cam, who legit has one of the dopest tattoos I've ever seen. Surreal life, like uh, fucking Flavor of Love, like those shows, like, yeah. Um, I get Jersey it. Jersey Shore? I get it. Reality TV sucks. There's no fucking substance to it. But the reason why that shit still exists, the reason why fucking Pawn Stars is a fucking thing, Judge Judy was like the highest paid fucking person on TV, on daytime TV, for the longest mm -hmm. fucking time, yo. Like, there's a reason for that shit, right? It's because people, we don't... We, human beings we're simple creatures at the end of the day we don't require a whole lot of drawn out subtext and plot and backstory that's the reason why as good of a movie as lord of the, the lord of the rings trilogies are right they are great movies. they're great movies 
people don't give a fuck about that shit. The, and there, look, the, I, I know there are fans. You know, I know, yeah, I know there are fans whose fucking heads just explode. What do you mean nobody cares about Lord of the Rings? Nobody cares about Lord of the Rings. Sorry, guys. It's not Star Wars. It's not even fucking Black Panther. So, with that being said... Orlando Bloom was better as Legolas than he was as... Uh, mm, mm. What was his name? Will Turner? Who do you think would have made a better Will Turner? In Pirates? Yeah. No, nigga, in fucking uh, Jungle Cruise. <sighs> um... Thinking of the time period... It's kind of hard to think of somebody who's that man pretty. Time's up anyway. It's Josh Hartnett. The answer was Josh Hartnett. See, the thing is, is Josh Hartnett <laughs> retired from acting by that point. Doesn't matter. The The answer was and will always have been Josh Hartnett. <laughs> Josh Hartnett. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, this is like... Josh Hartnett has a championship ring like the way the Blazers have their one championship. <laughs> All right? Black Hawk down. I guarantee you. Is amazing. I was going to say, see, you blew what I was going to say, right? Because I, I guarantee you there are people listening to this pod right now who don't even fucking know who Josh Hartnett is. Oh, yeah. It's been that fucking long. He's like the serious version of Sean William Scott. Mm. Even less people know who that is. Wow, but I want to give kudos to the comparison just now. I feel like that was spot on. I feel like if you know who you know. <laughs> also, Sin City. Like, come on. Good call. Ducky, ducky. Damn. That's somebody who's due. But you said he retired? I didn't know he retired. Josh Hartnett? Yeah. Yeah, like he retired from acting like in like 2005. Like, oops open statement retired like yeah or just kind of like faded into existence no he's like the barry sanders of white actors (laughs) he's like i'm done i've had my time i'm good i don't need it anymore i've made i get that though like i was just listening to something the other day and they were like if you made a five million dollar check you don't need to work anymore If you live a modest fucking lifestyle, right? Like, you're good. Yeah. You're good. That's it. Like, why would you keep going, right? So you could end up like fucking Macaulay Culkin? No disrespect to Macaulay Culkin. I mean, if you're curious, look up Josh Hartnett's IMDb. I guarantee you, since, like, Black Hawk Down, if he's in anything, it's super sporadic. I feel like he was just in something. Oh, he's going to be in something. (laughs) Operation Fortune is Danny France Danny Francisco. First of all, what kind of fucking name is Danny Francisco? Hold on, it says he was in something in 2020. Yeah, but look, like Paradise 2019, Lock. 2017, 2014, 20 like 11, like there's a 3-year gap from him doing nothing. I guess that five million ran out, right? Uh, Exterminate All Brutes, a TV miniseries documentary. <laughs> you know, the first episode of this shit is called White Man. 
Okay, so if you're a fan of Josh Hartnett and you've been wondering where he's been at, um, here's where he's been at. He was also- Or possibly a fan of fascism? I don't know. Ida Red, Long Home. Oh, that's not out yet. But yeah, like, I mean, okay. He's not worked. I mean, hardly. faculty, 30 days of night. Why did I read it? Like, it's because I don't have my, I'm sorry. I don't have my glasses on. Let me redo that. Uh, faculty, 30 days of night. Lucky number 11. Hold on. Lucky number 11 was kind of like, that's a low-key sleeper, right? Like, it's I'm surprised stupid. that the number one movie that, for Josh Hartnett, is not Black Hawk Down. Black Dahlia. Um, I think Faculty and 30 Days of Night are probably his more recognizable movies. The Faculty is also a low-key sleeper. That shit, is, that's got Usher in it. It's, <laughs> who else does Jordana Brewster? <laughs> you remember Jordana Brewster? No. I know. That was the fucking joke. It's also got Selma Hayek in it. I forgot Selma Hayek was in this movie. Holy shit. Jon Stewart is in this fucking movie. What? Yeah. One of the only movies. Elijah Wood is in this fucking movie. That sounds crazy. Yeah. Do you not remember Faculty? No. Okay. It was like Invasion of the Body Snatchers meets MTV. Right? Or Scream, which is fitting, because it's from yeah, the, the same director, director and writers of Scream. Yeah. No, uh, The Faculty is the shit. If you haven't seen it, definitely recommend it. Piece of cult classic movie cinema. I wonder how is that poorly Scream has aged. Is, is movie cinema redundant? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Do you think Scream has aged poorly? It was a satire. I feel like the whole point of satires is to observe things that have aged poorly. So a satire aging poorly is kind of ironic. Which would make it more satirical? <laughs> Does it? I don't know everybody, is Shaun of the Dead better or worse now? Um, Shaun of the Dead is still as good as it was when it first fucking came out. We recently watched that over the summer when we were staying in the hotel while mm -hmm. our, uh, plumbing was being taken care of. We watched it because it was Des's first time seeing it. Yes, I let my son watch Shaun of the Dead because it's not that scary. Yeah, I and watched Shaun of the Dead when I was like 15. It's also not that. Yeah, but my son is like nine. <laughs> it came out when I was like 15. It's not that bad of a fucking movie and it's fucking hilarious. Simon Pegg is fucking funny as shit. Oh, yeah. Um, Simon Pegg... Hot Fuss, or Hot Fuzz, was a movie that... At the last time I watched it, I didn't really get it. I didn't understand that they were, like, making a satire of the overly serious police, like, drama. I think Simon Pegg is funnier than Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais comes across as a really tryhard sometimes. Yes, absolutely. Like, he feels like the British equivalent of mm, a Joe Rogan. Without all the aggro, right? Like, he, he's Joe Rogan, but less aggro. 
I was gonna say a British Jimmy Kimmel. Ooh. Would that not be? Would that not be James Corden? No, James Corden is British. That's my point. You said a British Jimmy Kimmel, and I said, is that not James Corden? No! How is that not James Corden? James Corden is more cringe. You think James Corden is more cringe than Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah! What can be more cringe than laughing at your own jokes? Hi. <laughs> For starters, that was very, we know we're hilarious. That was very self-aware just now. Just... I feel like explaining that I was being self-aware is what makes it cringe. <laughs> if you couldn't tell, I was being self-aware. I laugh at my own jokes all the time. I'm trying to stop. How many quick cuts would there be in a of me laughing Ricky at my Gervais own movie directed by oh. Guy Ritchie? I thought you were going to say, how many quick cuts do you think we could get out of me laughing at my own jokes? <laughs> a I'm lot. Gonna, and I was going to say, probably at least a half. But how many movie. quick cuts would be Ricky Gervais movie directed by Guy Ritchie? It's like... Um, It'd be like a strobe light at a rave. <laughs> it's like Chris Kattan levels of like laughing at my own jokes. Like, I really have to. Wow. <laughs> I guarantee you are going to have to remind people who Chris Kattan is. Oh, God. Chris Kattan is the comedian from SNL who did uh, with Will Ferrell, Night at the Roxbury. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he had one other really big movie. He was in Undercover Brother. That was it. Oh, and Corky Romano. Do you fucking yeah. remember Corky Romano? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like, what this thing what is? Love? Baby, don't hurt me. Yo, Chris Kattan was in House on a Haunted Hill. I don't remember that. I do not remember that. Oh, I don't remember him in Monkey Bone either. What the fuck? Oh, and this nigga was in fucking, of course he was in Ridiculous 6. You want to know why? Because Chris Kattan is fucking ridiculous. Yep. <laughs> Only 14 year olds think that that shit is funny. Undercover Brother is fucking hilarious though, to this day. Shout out to Eddie Griffin. Shout out to Eddie Griffin, who is totally anti vax by the way. Um, that hurt me personally because I love Eddie Griffin. <laughs> but I haven't seen him in a long time. Also, I've said this before, but you know what another celebrity or uh, actor I would like to see come back? Who? Orlando Jones. He did come back in American Gods on Stars, but if you don't have Stars, then you didn't get to see it. I don't have Stars, so I didn't get to see it, but I read the book, so when I heard that they were making a TV series about it, I was super excited, but not excited enough to get a subscription to Stars, unfortunately. Um, they also produced another one of my like low-key favorite TV shows of all time um, called The Da Vinci... Da Vinci's Demons, right? Um, I know that sounds weird because it was like my favorite, one of my favorite TV shows and then forgot the name of the show. But <laughs> um, yes, Da Vinci's Demons. It was a really great show. It was about Leonardo Da Vinci. It was like, take the Sherlock Holmes movies with uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Um, I love those movies, by the way. 
but make them about Leonardo da Vinci and give them a Game of Thrones vibe. Oh, wow. And you've got da Vinci's demons. So, remember when I was saying, like, uh, you know those things where it's like pick fictional characters like to represent you? Yeah. I think mine, one of them was Shinji Okari. Okay. From Neon, from Neon Genesis Evangelion. Have you seen the, um, it, it's like an Instagram TikTok filter that's like, um, what anime character you look like? I don't know. It'd probably just be like Weebo Cameron from Ferris Bueller. <laughs> so yeah, no, when I did Instagrams, uh, what anime character do you, uh, is your comfort character thing? I got Eraserhead. Wait, My comfort head. character or yeah. lookalike? Lookalike, but it also, the, the sound that goes with it is, uh, you, this says you look like your comfort character. And I got Eraserhead. And I was I was totally down for it, right? I'm look, curious who I would get. You'll have to try it on All right, well, and then post it to the flood, right? Like Where is it? It's on Instagram. Alright. Oh, Avatar, okay. I got Aang. Yeah, yeah. I, I got Aang. <laughs> I'm totally cool with that. <laughs> I got Aang. That that makes you can sense. Post it if you As want. a comfort character? I could see that though. No, I get that. Absolutely. I mean, I relate to the Avatar foursome like at different levels for each of them, but like I definitely feel like I relate to Sokka and Aang the more the, the most. Speaking of um, relatable. So speaking of relatable, Tory Lanez apparently said dance bitch right before he shot Meg the Stallion. Did we not talk about that last week? No, we did not talk about him saying dance bitch. So, ah, <laughs> uh, all right, look, look, I- When did this press release come out? It literally came out the week after he released his new album. Who released new album? Tory Lanez, Alone at the Prom, which is a fire album, by the way. That does not, however, excuse the fact that he is still currently facing charges for the alleged shooting of one said Meg the Stallion, allegedly shooting one said Meg the Stallion in her feet. And um, allegedly saying said, dance bitch while he was doing it. This shit is... It is hard to take this case seriously because of how comical they have made. Yep. And it's not even... At this point, it's comical, right? But there was so much confusion around the whole thing that you... it. I got to a point where I was just, like, fucking adjudicated them. Right, like go to fucking like I'm I'm tired of the hearsay. I don't fall into the court of public appeal. Like I'm like I want to know what the real story is. And at a point it got to the it got to a point where we were like we're not gonna get a real there a like clear side of what the fuck actually happened. It was clear that Meg's team was influencing her to say one thing after another and Tori of course is in a position where he has to defend himself despite what is factual well I mean right? gun is used to defend yourself wow uh in this instance Tori defended Remix. himself 
by tweeting and saying that, you know, his lawyer spent what, like two hours, three hours, something like that, constantly proving, constantly examining every contradiction that the defense team made, like, you know, making clear point of what was factual and what was hearsay. I'm not in that courtroom, so I can't make any call one way or another, right? All I know is that both of these two, and this is where I feel like most of America should fall in, right? Like, especially when it comes to the celebrity bullshit, because here's here's my thing, right? Like, at the end of the day, we're talking about two musical artists, and yeah. people are more concerned, and I get it, because it's more salacious, it's more entertaining than the political discourse. Right? Like, you know what I'm concerned about? And not to get... I'm not trying to get on my fucking high horse. But what I find interesting is the level of gerrymandering that is fucking going on in this country right now. Wow, I had a really good transition from salacious celebrity gossip to another salacious celebrity gossip. And you want to go political? I don't. I don't. But what I'm saying is, is I find that kind of stuff interesting. Because outside of what is happening with like the celebs and the people we pay to distract us because that's what it is is a distraction let's like keep it a band and i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that but what i'm saying what becomes wrong with that is when we become so distracted that we're not paying attention to all of the reversal of like our voting rights and our civil rights that is happening like there are states that are literally circumventing the constitution right now when it comes to voting rights and all we care about is whether Tory Lane shot Meg the Stallion in her feet. But like let's No, we care about some other things like Freddie Gibbs getting his ass kicked by Jim Jones. And look, that's not to say that you can't care about Tory Lane's potential allegedly shooting Meg the Stallion in her feet or Freddie Gibbs allegedly getting um his ass beat by Jim Jones. Listen. 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 I personally don't want the smoke with Freddie Gibbs. So I will continue to put an allegedly in front of anything that has to do with somebody who I don't know personally. But fuck you, Joe Budden. I was going to say fuck you, Ben Shapiro, right? Well, I mean, that, that's an obvious <laughs> And fuck you, Tucker Carlson, and fuck Laura Ingram, and fuck uh, 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 Bobert. What and Joe you? Rogan, we're going to have a real serious conversation. Uh, yeah, no, I would, yeah. Joe, have me on your show so we can talk about what exactly it is you feel is wrong with people hating Chris Pratt. <laughs> Because <laughs> like, I guarantee you, it is not his Christian values. It's probably because he fucked up Infinity War. I was going to say it's probably just because he oozes douche. Right? I've never but, seen a public opinion of an actor drop so much based off of the actions of a character they play. I was going to say Chris Pratt is like a douchey Seth Rogen. Nah, he he's he's taking on those more like serious movie star roles. Put him more put than the, Seth Rogen does. It, yeah, because Seth Rogen knows who he is, right? But if you take Seth Rogen and you put him in Parks and Recs instead of Chris Pratt, is the character that much different? 
Yeah, I couldn't believe Seth Rogen being that dumb. What? Mm-hmm. Even where Seth Rogen has played dumb characters, he's like an idiot savant. I think that's just him and Judd Apatow's writing, but sure, we'll go with it. No, so, as we were talking about, what were we talking about? Freddie Gibbs getting his ass oh, kicked by Jim yes. Jones. Apparently Freddie wasn't <laughs> ready. I don't know where this all came from. According to academics, Freddie Gibbs has been, like, sneak dissing. According Jim to Jones. academics, Freddie Gibbs was training for the wrong fight. According to Jim Jones, Freddie Gibbs was training for the wrong fight because uh, the reporting uh, is not looking good for Freddie, but Freddie also showed up on his IG stories the next day in good spirits, so... I do know that Jim Jones is continuing to pour salt in the wound by naming his album after the restaurant that he allegedly beat Freddie Gibbs the fuck man. Also, there's a lot of shit going on in hip-hop and restaurants recently. Prime 112 sounds like a fire album title, so I'm not mad at Jim Jones for the album title. Just like Kellen and I were talking, doing cocaine in the rain sounds like a fire album title. Sounds would be like a, a fire album title. I think... I still think that Tory Lanez's new album sounds like doing cocaine for me. But... But, that's just me. If I had to describe the album sonically, I would say doing cocaine in the rain. That's not to say that the album is not fire. Because or to say is. that I know what cocaine feels like. I don't know what cocaine feels like. I've never done cocaine. I am a good Christian citizen. Just hold on, like hold on, hold on. Friend. I don't know if I believe you entirely. I feel like 19-year-old Doc was given an opportunity. I've never done cocaine. Actually, now I believe you because all of the times you've been exposed to it, you didn't trust the person who had it. <laughs> Not once. I heard, uh... You would have been curious if you did, but you never did. I heard the story of Glenn Bias and like, 13, and was, like, absolutely traumatized by it. Do you know who Glenn Bias was drafted by? The Boston Celtics, yes. My favorite basketball. Yep. <laughs> and that has nothing we, to we do... We never would have had to deal with the Antoine Walker years if Glenn Bias lived. Dude, coke with glass in it? That's fucked up, right? That's really fucked up. Like, I can take baby powder. I know vitamin E will make you, like, really, like, shitty or whatever. Like, it, it, it had glass in it? That's from what from what I understand. That's why it burst his lungs. It's because it had glass in it. But I don't know. At this point, the story of Lynn Bias is, like, the story of fucking LSD-laced pixie sticks. You know what's really crazy is the NBA, so the NBA is the league where a decision by a team has the longest wake impact because... What do you mean? Oh, you mean like wake as in the procession? Because you only... Procession? No, 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 no. Oh. I mean like the biggest ripple effect impact. Oh, where you because like, you only have five players on a court at a time, so if you like lose a player, your entire franchise's direction changes. 
and you're always in a progressive situation with your franchise. So, like, Len Bias dying was the reason the Celtics had to deal with the Antoine Walker years. It's also David Stern turning down the Chris Paul to the Lakers trade is probably why Kobe didn't win a, another championship. Also the reason why Doc has never done cocaine. So, <laughs> with that being said... I um, have never done it either, actually. Probably, to some people's surprise. <laughs> I feel like... It's the heroin's only, a hell of a drug. It, I'm just kidding. Wow. I'm just kidding. Wow. I feel like it's only a surprise to people who know you because you can be so high energy sometimes. And, like, to people who don't understand people with, like, ADHD or just know you, you would assume, like, oh, yeah, that guy's coked out of his mind. Right? Who do you think I am? Don Jr.? Like, but I worked with you overnight before we did this podcast, which is also another reason why you would assume someone is coked out of their mind, right? Because they're working overnight. (laughs) And then going to school after. I don't know. I've never really been interested in trying cocaine before. It's not... I don't, I don't get into snorting things. I snorted a pixie stick one time in fucking middle school, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm never going to put anything up my fucking nose ever again. I actually convinced somebody in middle school to snort marinara sauce. Excuse me, the fuck? Yep. Not salt, not... Marinara sauce. Marinara sauce? And you wonder... How the fuck do you convince... How the fuck do you convince somebody to snort marinara sauce? And you wonder why Tom Sawyer is a hero of mine. That you fucking finding a way to tie Tom Sawyer to shit. Tom Sawyer is an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur? Entrepreneur. Tommy Hilfiger. <laughs> Yo. Um, <coughs> speaking of icons. Mariah Carey was recently asked if she would be interested in doing a versus battle with Beyonce. Of all people. Um, and I, as... I felt like that was a decent matchup, right? Like, if you had to pick somebody for Beyonce to go up against, there's not a lot of people that come the to mind. The problem is Maybe Beyonce like, has, like, the Marvel vs. Capcom tag-in thing. She brings out, like, Kelly Rowland and the other one. So, and the other one? Wow. Wow. Say my name, say my name. The disrespect of Michelle. Um, no, like, so as far as, like, Beyonce goes, right, like, the people you would put her in a versus against, right, like, Mariah Carey feels fitting. There's only a couple other people I could think of, right? Maybe, like, a Madonna, right? Like, I feel like a Beyonce. And Madonna would totally be down for, you know, she's just waiting. For somebody, she's probably been watching all of these versus battles. Like, man, I wish somebody would ask me to do a versus battle. <laughs> Come on, black people love me. <laughs> uh, there I go laughing at my jokes again. Hmm. So yeah, no, but when Mariah Carey was asked, she said, "I'd be disrespecting myself." Oh, shut the fuck up! Even you're sick of your Christmas song. Yo, 
I don't know exactly what she means by that. Uh, she said, the hits, they have the legacies. They have, Bay is queen, uh, the hits, they have the legacies they have. Bay is queen, right? Sometimes Mariah might be slightly underrated according to um, the hot new hip hop article for how long her career has lasted, how many hits she's had. She practically owns Christmas, right? <laughs> but in the last several days, Mariah Carey is among one of the people who didn't think would be a good idea according to allhiphop.com to the unrivaled queen of Christmas. The idea of Mariah Carey versus Beyonce during the interview with E! Online. The big time record executive L.A. Reid suggested that he would love to see you and Beyonce in a versus battle. They said in the E! Online. There's only one person I can imagine Beyonce going up against. Who is that? Because, I mean, versus you try to pick people that are in relatively the same era, right? Right. Beyonce and Rihanna. Mm. So Mariah Carey replied to that comment with, oh, stop. And then she said, that is the worst. I'm sorry, <laughs> Rebecca, I love you, but no, we can't ask that question. <laughs> right? So, so today I learned that Mariah Carey is one of the irrational confidence people. Um, I was going to say, so do you feel like she thinks she's too good to go up against Beyonce or she's afraid she'd lose against Beyonce? Because what if Mariah Carey comes out? All I'm saying is Beyonce doesn't have to say anything. All I'm saying is what if Mariah Carey comes out and pulls a locks and completely washes Beyonce? You want a hot take? Hot. The Destiny Child discography beats Mariah Carey by itself. Wow. The only person who has beat Eminem in a diss track. You think would lose to Beyonce? She didn't beat Eminem? Yes, she did. Obsessed with me? Are you serious? Are you Eminem came back with the smoke after that. Yes, I get it, but she pulled a Drake way before Drake pulled a back-to-back. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, of course, Eminem came with the heat, right? The same way Joe Budden came with the heat against Drake, right? But nobody remembers them Joe Budden diss tracks. Nobody remembers Eminem diss track against Mariah Carey. I do, because I'm a hip-hop fan. I mean, I do too, for... But... There are still bitches that blast obsessed with me, right? Obsessed with me. <laughs> Come on, it was a banger, son. It was a banger. And then on top of that, she pulled the fucking Justin Timberlake, right? Like she took a play, she took a play out of Justin Timberlake's playbook, and she portrayed Eminem by herself in the entire video. Right? Like, she cosplayed him in the entire fucking video. The same way Justin Timberlake had a bitch cosplay Britney Spears in the Cry Me a River video. Justin Timberlake versus Adam Levine. That would be good. That would be a good action. If I had to give Justin Timberlake somebody... Okay. Another check, 
please? God damn it. What the fuck, guys? Why do you keep playing with us? Like, no, Justin Timberlake versus Adam Levine would probably be fire, though. But so would this Mariah Carey versus Beyonce battle. Speaking of versus battles, Rick Ross was recently asked if he thought he was up to the challenge of a battle versus Jay-Z. And he said he'd be willing to see how that went. I, however, think Rick Ross needs to chill the fuck out. <laughs> I agree with you. I feel like there are a very small amount of artists who could go up against Jay-Z. You know who I think could go up against Jay-Z? Lil Wayne. You know who I think could go up against Jay-Z? T-Pain. You know who I Snoop think could go up against Jay-Z? We're talking long-term iconic impact here. I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing. You know what I would really Damn. want out of that did you really battle, put that, Did you really put that out into the zeitgeist? The one, what did I you really, really want? Hold on. Did you really put that out there just now? Because if it happens, if it happens, if it happens, I am going to flood the fucking timeline with this episode, dog. Because honestly... Honestly, aside from Drake, and I'm saying that with all due respect, right? Like, aside from Drake, I think Snoop Dogg is probably, like, the only really formidable opponent for Jay-Z in a versus battle. And you want to know what the thing is? I wouldn't even say Drake. You want to know why? Why? Because the time Drake even came on the scene, Jay-Z was already a legend. Snoop was already a but legend. But that's not... Yeah, I mean... Okay, so you want to pit legends versus legends, I right? I feel like that's the only type of but person who pitting, could go up against if Jay-Z. If we're pitting new school artists up against old school artists, which the versus battles seem to be really afraid to do for whatever reason, then yeah, no, I feel like Drake would be the new school legend to go up against a Jay-Z, right? Like, I wouldn't want to see Kendrick versus Jay-Z. I'm sorry, I'm just, I don't want to see that. That's not the battle I feel like y'all would think it's gonna be, right? Like, I would want to see, like, a Kendrick versus, like, a Most Def, or, like, a Kendrick versus, like, an Andre 3000, if we were going new school versus old school, right? Snoop versus Jay would be fire. And here's the thing I would really want from that, is, like, they're playing their song, and then the beat slowly drops, and then for silence, the both of them have to freestyle off of the end of one of their songs. Mm. Uh, you know Snoop thinks he's the freestyle king, right? Like, I would like to see him versus Loaded Lux, but I feel like that's a loaded... I'm supposed to be on top of everybody's list. Let's see what happens when I no longer exist. Did you just quote the Black Album? I did. The Black Album. Great album. Not reasonable... I love the Black Album. For our listeners, I'm staring at him. Wow. Look, I'm only a chip. I'm staring at him in black disbelief. <laughs> I'm not LP. You didn't say reasonable doubt. You didn't say the blueprint. You didn't even say dynasty. 
but the lyric you was relevant. The, the lyric was relevant. You said the blackout. Guys, Jake Paul thinks he might be suffering from CTE due to his slurred speech and memory loss um, based on the concussions that he has suffered from his fights with uh, people who he claims to have dominated. So, <laughs> I don't necessarily uh, believe him. Look, I'm not a boxer. Um, my brother boxes. Maybe. And I, maybe he's just dumb. Look, I'm not a boxer. I have been... I love how we're talking about Jake Paul claiming he has CTE, and then oh, below is a picture of Takashi 69 Yeah, no. Jake Paul thinks he might be suffering from a bit of CTE after some memory loss and some slurred speech from a concussion he suffered in his last fight. Let's see. In a recent interview, he claims that he has suffered 20 to 30 concussions in his life. What? Many from coming from football. Paul revealed that he is noticing certain physical changes. I noticed in conversations with, like, my girlfriend or other friends, like, not remembering something that I should have been able to remember that happened a couple of days ago. He told journalist Graham Benzinger. He told journalist Graham Benzinger. Uh, sometimes in my speech where, like, every hundredth or two hundredth words I'll mess up or, like, slur which I didn't do that before he added. Benzinger asked him if he is concerned about the number of concussions he has sustained and he answered of course. Part of me just wants to kind of like troll him because Jake Paul to me is kind of like a joke but then at the same time I have to remember that like mental health and concussion things is like yeah, a no, real CTE thing. Yeah no CTE is so. fucking serious yo so I mean I'm not here to make fun of him for the CTE but I do think that uh, 20 to 30 concussions is hard for me to believe he thinks most of them, like he said though, he thinks a lot of them he has sustained from playing football. But I mean, for a dude who, I don't know, it seems pretty self-aware from somebody who is gearing up for another fight, right? I wonder what this means for his future in the like, fight world. He has also jumped on a bandwagon that Mike Tyson recently just jumped on, claiming that um, psychedelic drugs sourced from the um, whatever poisonous toad that is like the you, you the get rock monster you know how like, players that, that episode that. of the Simpsons where they were like running around licking toads or whatever like people like scrape like the skin flakes off of like the dried out ones oh yeah and they'll smoke that and Mike Tyson has recently been like a proponent of championing that as a form of I quote unquote like mental health therapy. I already got the brand name for it Frog Smog Wow um, and Jake Paul That is recently... fire and you know it No no it's not uh, uh, You know what is fire? The frog skin that they're smoking <laughs> Frog no. Smog Yo um... Okay you know what is fire? Can we not continue to take... Look, I get it. Uh, weed helps a lot of people chill out, right? But you know what I hate? Is people who run around promoting weed like it's a fucking miracle drug. Oh, right? yeah, like, that shit's annoying. It'll save your life. 
right? Like, oh, it doesn't cause cancer. It'll reverse all the fucking CIA psych ops that they've been doing. Like, no, stop it. Like, weed doesn't do all that. It's bound to, like, smoking too much weed is probably bad for you. Just, like, doing too much of anything is bad for you, right? Do I think that it should be criminalized to the level that it is? Absolutely the fuck not, right? But I also don't think that any drug should be, like, criminalized. But I don't think that, like, weed is the end-all, be-all for, like, it's not... God, that's like saying, like, acai is, like, a miracle fruit, right? Like, and, and it's, it, that's how cringe it is to me, right? It's not a superfood, guys. Superfoods don't fucking exist. Do you know what fucking exists? Healthy, balanced appetites towards recreational things. Cheesecake won't fucking kill you. Eating a piece of cheesecake every day probably is not good for you. Alcohol won't fucking kill you unless you drink every fucking day. Like, <laughs> you want to know what will kill you? Bears. Break! The whitest thing I have ever seen on a commercial What's the whitest thing you've ever seen on a commercial? Was the Snuggie commercial when like the five fam- <laughs> when the, the, the members of the family are all around the campfire in a Snuggie and they're like doing this weird awkward side dance that like Trump did with his arms? Some of the whitest I feel like America is like the 80s and the 50s, right? I feel like are two of the whitest times in American history. Yep. Right, but post slavery postly right like probably the 80s the 50s and we'll say like the 20s yeah yeah the roaring 20s like yeah. white people were drinking highballs <laughs> and fucking uh allowed in the clubs because they could play jazz uh you mean black people yep <laughs> the good old days we used to be a country. I saw that. I saw this meme where it was like, if you can go back at any time in history, and all the white people are like, I want to go back to like the Revolutionary War. I want to go back to the twenties. I want to go back to the fifties. And all the black people in the comments were like, Nope, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I said it earlier that we are probably living in the best time to be alive. I mean, what a time to be alive! But it's also probably the best time to be alive. Just be, just be happy that and, you existed on the planet the same time as David Bowie. I feel like that was a very white thing for you to say just now. Just be happy that you existed on this planet the same time as Prince. There you go. There you go. That's how you fix that. That's how you fix that. Generally saying the exact same thing, too. I mean, honestly. I mean, we've said that Prince is black Bowie and Bowie is white Prince. I don't think that actually... Oddly enough, I think that Bowie would be okay with that comparison, but I think that Prince would. Prince did not like to be compared. One of my favorite rock stories, I'm pretty sure I've told you, but uh, Jimmy Page, the guitar player for Led Zeppelin, was once asked, what's it like to be the greatest guitar player in the world? And Jimmy Page said, I don't know. Have you asked Prince? Wow. I mean, I, I feel like I vaguely remember you talking about that. But for the guitar player of Led Zeppelin to say that. Yeah, no, that is kind of wild. 
<laughs> that is kind of wild. Because I personally think Jimmy Page is the greatest guitar player of all time. You know, me he, personally, I think he's the greatest guitar player. Of all time. You know who some people think is the greatest president of all time? Donald Trump. And uh, you know who also recently said probably one of the more wild things that I've heard him say of all time? Donald Trump. Oh um, boy. He recently went full John Malkovich. Like, nah, John Malkovich would find that insulting, um, considering he went full anti-Semite and suggested that American evangelical Christians love Israel more than American Jews. I don't know how many evangelical American Christians understand the founding of Israel. He said, it used to be Israel that had absolute power over Congress. And today, I think it's the exact opposite. And I think Barack Obama and Joe Biden did that. I mean, is it is, is it a bad thing that our own country has gotten control of its politics? So, listen. I know some people will listen and think, hey, why aren't you guys talking about the mockery that is Joe Biden? <laughs> and it's because I haven't gotten to that. <laughs> I can jump in on it. But this is absurd. Because they are also floating with the idea of making this nigga Speaker of the House if they win the majority. Who? Donald Trump. Speaker of the House. Yes. How? If they win the majority in the midterm elections. How would they make him Speaker? By voting him in as Speaker of the House. Where... As a representative of what? I don't know. Florida? I guess, but the idea is out there. Um, it is an idea that they are playing with. It is an idea that many of them have suggested that they would stand by, including uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Of course um, she would. Ron DeSantis. He hasn't, like I said, announced whether or not he is running for president again. But... <laughs> but... <laughs> She was gonna stand in front of anything. It should be a firing squad. No reaction, really. I was listen, listen. I think that uh, at this point he's really just trying to see what he can get away with. They let him get away with anything. Yup. Just like the Democrats are letting Joe Biden get away with continuing to backtrack on everything he stated in order for him to get elected. Immediately relieving student loans of $10,000 still hasn't happened. Uh, he's not going to do it. As a matter of fact, he just rescinded the student loan forgiveness policy. He's not going to reinstate it. And he, this is, it's just another example of business as usual with these Democrats. I recently saw a Reddit um, post where they compared Democrats to that aunt that promises to take you to Disney World, but then when it comes time for the trip to Disney World, she's like, oh, I'm sorry, sweetie, I just don't have the money for it. And Republicans... I feel offended as an uncle. <laughs> Republicans are like the uncle that is like, of course we don't have fucking money for Disney World, and then goes on a trip to Disney World. Okay, that's definitely not me. <laughs> and... I haven't heard anything more accurate 
in the last four years. Absolutely insane. Joe Biden continues to look like he's slipping further and further into dementia. And I'm not saying that to make fun of the man. I'm just saying that, you know, if we were going to pick an old president, we probably should have gone with Bernie Sanders, who is currently protesting with Kellogg uh, factory workers. Yep. So when people are like, none of these politicians actually care, I'd like to point them to the white Jewish guy who looked like a disheveled scientist. The one who got his papers dropped in the middle of the hallway, yeah. scattering no, to pick them all up. No, I've made the joke before, right? Like, I just, I, and that's, you know. How the, many times has he been compared to Doc Brown? It's not even just that, yo. Like, I, I it's, in, it frustrates me. And it makes me, con, like, insanely confused. It breaks my brain, right? Because, like, Bernie Sanders is legitimately a politician who, like, any other fucking time probably would have won. Yep. Right? Like, if Bernie Sanders had run for president as Bernie Sanders now in the 70s, he'd have fucking won. If he'd have run for president and, like, I, I, and maybe there are people out there who are probably suggesting that his ideas are too fringe, right? But based on every poll that I have observed, all of Bernie Sanders' policies align with everything that America wants to achieve at the moment. Right? Yeah, like, I remember seeing that if Bernie was the one to get the nom, he would be the one to get more Trump voters than any other of the nominees. It's because he is legitimately a candidate who stands for the working class American, right? Like, whether you be black, white, Latino, Native American, uh, Chinese, he, it doesn't matter. All he wants is to secure a better standard of living for the American people. Right, and he wants to do that by railing in some of this like wild capitalism that we have going on here. Like, and, and plenty of economists have said up to this point that like the level of financial disparity is equal to which we saw in the roaring fucking 20s, right? Yep. Like, the industrial booms and shit of old. But nobody's paying attention to that because uh, the uh, CNNs and the Fox Newses did a great job of making Bernie Sanders look like a crazy scientist with messed up hair and his papers to shuffle. And, like, and he, they made a, they did a good job of making all of his supporters look like super agro socialists, right? So now Bernie's not taken seriously when he is seriously one of the only people in their position. And, and you know, some people will say that, you know, Joe Manchin is fucking serious about his stance and holding off on co-signing Biden's infrastructure bill that ranges into the trillions of dollars. But these people fail to realize that the efforts that need to be made in order to fix this country are going to cost this country. It's insane to me that any other time they will look at people like me or you or your average middle class citizen, lower class citizen, and be like, you have to spend money to make money. But anytime somebody who legitimately comes across with something that doesn't benefit the donor class and says, look, this money is for them, they're like, why would we give money to them? <laughs> why would we do that? Why would they only 
work to produce and sell the product that we benefit from, why the fuck would we come in and bail them out? The fuck? No. And the gap continues to further widen and one of the things that Biden could have done to alleviate that he is once again backtracked on. And we wonder why the GOP feels gung-ho enough to be able to do things like continue to suppress voter rights and continue to gerrymander districts and continue to obstruct the fucking Constitution, right? They are literally doing the thing they are accusing Democrats of doing. And people are cool with it because they stand by their values <laughs> a little more lighthearted. god damn it we're talking about covid and more lighthearted. welcome to 2021 everybody so covid is ravaging the nba um covid is ravaging the entire globe i just saw another country I can't remember. I feel like it's some country in the Netherlands is going on lockdown until fucking like January 17th. Yeah, uh, the NBA. The NBA um, has people going out with COVID protocol left and right uh, to the point where the Nets had like seven active players. Jesus Christ. And Kevin Durant had to score like 51 against the Pistons for them to win. Uh, They then had uh, another player go into COVID protocol to where they were so desperate and short-staffed that they activated Kyrie Irving for road games. And then as soon as they activate him, him and Kevin Durant go into COVID protocol. So the Nets might not even have enough players to field a team. So how long do you think it is before we go on lockdown to Electric Boogaloo? For the NBA, I feel like if it gets to a point where multiple teams are unable to field a reasonable roster, they probably they, they might go on like a two-week hiatus. Do you think the country will go on national lockdown again? I mean, New York is getting it hard. Um, no. No? You can't see it? I don't think... Honestly, I can't see it either. I don't think Biden will let it fucking happen. Right, because his approval rating is already in the shitter, and that'll completely tank his shit, right? And um, I don't see a lot of the U.S. governors and senators and stuff allowing that to happen, the financial... I don't see Hogan doing that here. No, no, because Anne Arundel County has already stated that they're not even going to fucking do contract tracing. Um, They're allowing asymptomatic students to return to school and not quarantine anymore. So they're really like effectively calling this pandemic, saying it's over, you know, like they're forcing normal life to happen again. And with the way the Delta variant is spreading, I don't know if that's necessarily a great decision it's not supposed to be as deadly as the delta uh, variant right and it's supposed to be more prevalent than the delta variant so it's kind of like isolating i don't and i don't even know how great of science that is right like i'm not i'm not a virologist like so i don't know if any of that is actually accurate but from what the reporting i'm seeing the reliable reporting I'm seeing is that it's not it's not as deadly, but it is more like contagious, transmittable, right? 
people are getting it on a pretty rapid basis and the hospitals are getting filled up again and once again the problem with that is if covid patients are filling up the hospitals then people with other conditions can't get the treatment that they need yep which leads to more people dying <laughs> which is not funny <laughs> it's not funny i don't know why i'm laughing I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at the stupidity of how a first world country is bungling this fucking pandemic so hard, right? Even with fucking old man Steve Rogers as president. Maverick. Like, like, yeah, like, come on. Maverick and Kamala, get your shit together. Y'all are trying to force normal life on us? It's just another reminder that none of this is normal. Remember to follow us at the Flood Pod on everything. And, and that's on everything. For all of our card players, if you want Flesh and Blood, Pokemon, uh, Magic the Gathering, Yu-Gi-Oh, go check out TokenMTG.com and if you use the promo code Ziggy, you'll get 10% off of your order. There you go. And thank you guys for tuning in checking in back with us you know we always appreciate you guys stopping in and spending your time with us just remember to keep your death threats to 140 characters or less we'll be back next week with more heat deuces